it was one of those lessons that my mentor kept beating into me over and over again. He said, the fortune is in the, well, we're going to talk about it on today's episode. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. What's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast. I'm excited you joined me today because we're going to talk about what my mentor said to me all the time. In fact, it's a normal thing. They keep beating it over my head. And I bet you need to know it, too. So what was it? We started off, the fortune is in the follow-up. The fortune is in the follow-up. You've got to remember this. The fortune is in the follow-up. Why? Because we have to learn to follow up. And this is something that I believe that so many entrepreneurs out there, probably you, come on, admit it, one way or the other, are you the one? Are you not following up? You have to ask yourself, am I following up in the amount that I need to, to serve my customers at the highest degree that I can serve them. Now, that's a different way of looking at it. It's a different perspective than maybe you have about follow-up. I hear so often from so many business people, well, you know, I don't want to bother them or I don't want to annoy them by sending them too many emails. You know what? Here's what I got to say to you about that. You're not that important. You are not that important. Yeah, no, in their world, you're just not that important. Yeah, so you're talking about worrying about annoying them or being too aggressive or too overbearing. No, it's not like that. In fact, in today's world, it is well over 18 touches that you actually have to get your message in front of your ideal client before they'll pay attention. And that stat is a little old, by the way. So if somebody sees your advertisement, they probably need to see it 18 times plus more because I haven't seen the stats in the recent days, but that was maybe a year or two old. So it's got to be more by now. People are being inundated with options and availability of all sorts of things that are begging for their attention. And you might be super important and you might be the solution to their problem and they might need you to be there right when they're thinking about that problem. But what happens if you solve the problem of helping your baby go to sleep at night? If that's the thing that you solve for your customer, I just picked one out of the air, right? And that's the thing that you serve a solution for, for a mom or a dad that's trying to get their baby to sleep at night and you have that solution, but you present that solution to them while they're talking to the guy at Jiffy Lube trying to get their oil changed, they might see it. They might go, "Mm, that's interesting. But then the guy comes up to the window and says, what can I do for you today? And you're like, I need this. You put it down and it goes away. Now, they are depending on you to send them that email, to find a way to get in front of their face, to make sure that you are there when they need to solve that solution or that problem with your solution. 
This is so important. And so you have to remember that you've got to get out of your own way. It is so important that you are there for them when they need you to solve that problem. And you could try to guess that is ridiculously hard because everybody's solving that problem at a different time. Maybe it's similar, but you know what? Maybe that mom or dad is sitting down because the baby finally fell asleep and took a nap and they just need a little rest and they pull up their phone to start looking. They need you there then. They need you there then. They have to say, okay, yeah, I might have signed up for your free lead magnet or some sort of free thing that you gave me so that I could get in your world. But that doesn't mean they necessarily bought right then. And because of that, it is your moral obligation to get in front of their face whenever you can so that when they need to solve that problem, you are there. Your solution for them is there. Guys, if you have something that works, if you are doing something that solves a problem for somebody, it is so important that you get in front of their face when they need you to be in front of their face. Now, I know that it might seem crazy to send two, three emails a day, but right now at the time of this recording, we're entering into Black Friday week and it's now turned into Black Friday month, right? Because they're starting to find out that everybody's doing their shopping before Black Friday, right? So if you're listening to this now, there's this whole, you know, big, huge influx of emails. Everybody's sending their email. They're all telling you, we have this special deal and we have that special deal and come and take advantage of this much percentage off or get our free thing here or be one of the first 50, whatever it is. But guess what? Everybody's being inundated with all of that stuff. You have to be there. You have to show up and you have to stop worrying about whether you're going to annoy them. Listen, if they want to unsubscribe, let them. It's okay. If they don't need your solution anymore, let them unsubscribe. It's okay. And they might not unsubscribe because they might just like your emails. They might like hearing from you, even if they're not buying from you. And I know that might sound crazy to you, but Michael, they haven't bought, bought anything from me in ages. Yeah, but they still might like you. They might still like your secret sauce. They might like your personality. They might like the way you write your emails. And you know what? It is their prerogative to be entertained by the stuff that you send, even if they're not buying from you. So you have to get over yourself. The fortune is in the follow-up. Now, this is huge. I can tell you from so many times over and over again that I have seen this in play and in action, not only for myself in my own companies, in the companies that we acquire, in the clients that we've worked with, in so many instances, when a client that we've had in the past actually does the follow-up, you'd be amazed. They actually start making money. What? I know. Crazy talk, right? And it is relentless follow-up. The other thing that my mentor says is that we keep following up until they buy or they die. And now that seems a little aggressive, but it's true. They can unsubscribe. Maybe they signed up. They solved the problem. Maybe you weren't the solution and now they're not interested anymore. Should they keep getting your emails? Well, if they don't want them anymore, then no. Let them go away and go do the other things they're doing. That's totally fine. But if you're solving a problem, you need to be there. 
for your client. I know I keep saying this over and over again, but remember the fortunes in the follow-up, and I'm going to keep following up on this because, guys, you need this. You need to hear me. Send as many emails as necessary. Now, for some industries, that could be more. For some, it could be less. I know of a colleague of mine that sends an email in the morning, and if it doesn't get opened, he segments that list and sends it again with a different subject line because whatever subject line it was in the morning, people that didn't open it, they didn't see it anyway. So he sends the same email with a different subject line, and now they get another opportunity to see it again because how many emails do you get a day? The average number of emails everybody gets every day is going up and up and up and up and up. So if you send your email at 8 a.m. and nobody, well, at some of them don't open it, then send it again with a different subject line. Maybe the subject line you used sucked. Maybe it's not that good. Now, I'm not saying that's the exact strategy you should use. You should actually think about it and come up with your strategy for how you're going to email. But that's just one version of it. That's why when you watch TV and you see a commercial over and over and over again, why are they doing that? In fact, how many times have you watched TV and seen the same freaking commercial twice in a row? Yeah, I've done it. You've done it. I know you've been there. That's because they know that they might not have caught your attention the first time, so they go ahead and run it twice. And guess what? They've probably done the metrics on it. They've probably looked at the statistics and found success from playing it twice. It's annoying to those of us that saw it the first time, but it also hammers it in. So the follow-up is everywhere from TV commercials to emails to whether it's your uh, outro on your podcast. Whatever it is, you've got to keep following up. If it's just a reach out to your ideal customer, maybe you're reaching out to them, you're offering them your service. They said, yeah, I'm interested. And then you followed up and they didn't say anything back. And you thought, gosh, they said they were interested. I guess they don't like me anymore. Wrong. You are not that important, right? You have to make sure that your service is in front of them when they need it, when they are trying to solve that problem, not just when you want them to solve the problem. So you may have to follow up with them two, three, four times. My longest one was a client that we had once. We sent a message. We did some initial outreach to them. And I think it was almost a year later, almost. I think we were just like a month, month and a half short of them reaching back out to us and saying, hey, uh, do you still help with that service? Like, holy cow, it was almost a year ago that we tried to get a hold of you and get your attention, but they weren't ready to solve the problem. So you have to remember that sometimes it just takes time. Sometimes you have to cultivate that. And sometimes being around and being visible is important. So you've got to have a great follow-up. Follow-up strategies can be created. Follow-up campaigns can be created. You can do it through email. You can do it through uh, direct prospecting. You can do it through all sorts of different ways. You can do it through direct mail and sending postcards. And that, by the way, is not dead. And it's a great, great strategy if you don't know about direct mail, right? So there's lots of great things you can do to follow up. I think I may have beaten this over the head today. And that's my hope. I hope that I have beaten it over your head. The fortune is in the follow-up. The fortune is in the follow-up. You guys have to follow up. 
put in your strategies, reevaluate what you're doing, look at your current systems, see if you're doing enough follow-up. If you think you're doing enough follow-up, what would it look like if you doubled that amount of follow-up? Would it cost you that much more or would it just be more follow-up? Look at it and I bet you it will, it will change the way your business is bringing in money. So go do it now. The fortune's in the follow-up. I hope that this is important and this has struck a nerve for you and that you can actually go out and do something about it today. If you know somebody that needs to hear this message, share it with them because you know what? The fortune is in the follow-up. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. Want more business choreography? Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more. And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Remember, every business needs choreography.